0: Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. Today is day 546 of our trek, and it is Wisdom Wednesday. Every Wednesday in Long Life's Show, we will dig for the nuggets of wisdom that are found within the Book of Proverbs. Today, we'll explore the first half of Chapter 30. We are broadcasting from our studio at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio, In our study of Proverbs, we will switch our focus from King Solomon who wrote most of the book of Proverbs to a man that we know little of whose name was Agur. In some translation, it indicates that Agur was writing to Ithiel and Ukal. These men could have been disciples or friends of Agur, although some Bible translates the meaning of these two names with the assumption that they do not refer to actual people. Most commentators believe that Agur lived in the same era as Solomon. We don't know much about Agur except what we can glean from this one chapter. This is one of my favorite chapters in Proverbs because of its rich imagery and contrasting statements. The name Eger comes from a Hebrew word meaning collector. Eger and his father J.K. are only mentioned here in the Bible and otherwise are unknown. From the very first verse, Eger's talent for relating to the obvious shines through. I am sure that many of us can relate to him from his very first statement which is, I am weary, O God. So let's dig into the nuggets of wisdom today that Eger shares with us in verses 1-17. through and starting with verse 1. The sayings of Agur, son of J.K., contained this message, I am weary, O God, I am weary and worn out, O God. In today's ever-changing, fast-paced society, we have more technology available to us that should make our life so much simpler, and yet we are rushing through life at ever-increasing speeds. Nearly everyone seems to be involved in more work and activities that we can possibly fit into our schedules. Our sleep suffers, our diet suffers, and we are weary and worn out much of the time. Well, I guess not much has changed since Agur wrote these proverbs. We do need to take note of this, though, and make the needed changes in our lives. Verses 2 and 3, I am too stupid to be human, and I lack common sense. I have not mastered human wisdom, nor do I know the Holy One. Although probably a highly educated person in a position of authority, Agur finds himself feeling inadequate, especially when it comes to his knowledge and understanding of God, whom he refers to as the Holy One. We should dedicate more of our lives to learning and understanding God's precepts. Verse number four. Who but God goes up to heaven and comes back down? Who holds the wind in his fist? Who wraps up the ocean in his cloak? Who has created the whole wide world? What is his name and his son's name? Tell me if you know. We have made great advances in gaining knowledge of our world and even the universe. But the more that we discover, the more evidence of what we do not know. There are signs everywhere of an intelligent Creator, but society's lack of acknowledging God as a Creator is ever increasing. God created all things, and God embodied as His Son was Jesus Christ. Verses 5 and 6 Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to all who come to Him for protection. Do not add to His words, or He may rebuke you and expose you a liar. God's word through the Bible is true, every word contained in it. He does protect and shield us for eternity. We need to do all that we can to understand and not add to his word. Verses 7 through 9. O oh God, I beg two favors from you. Let me have them before I die. First, help me never to tell a lie. Second, give me neither poverty nor riches. Give me just enough to satisfy my needs. For if I grow rich, I may deny you and say, Who is the Lord? Or if I am too poor, I may steal and thus insult God's holy name. Ager had simple desires for his life. Those are to be a person of integrity whose words are truthful and to have enough material things to satisfy his daily needs. So often we ignore these two important concepts. So often we are tempted to lie, cheat, and steal to gain more and more material possessions that will never satisfy us. May we be honest and satisfied with enough to meet our daily needs. Verse number 10. Never slander a worker to the employer or a person will curse you and you will pay for it. We should never slander another person, but be willing to care and love for them. Otherwise we will suffer the consequences for our misspoken words. Verses 11-14 through Some people curse their father and do not thank their mother. They are pure in their own eyes, but they are filthy and unwashed. They look proudly around, casting disdainful glances. They have teeth like swords and fangs like knives. They devour the poor from the earth and the needy from among humanity. Our hearts and minds are the reservoir of our soul containing the contents of who we truly are. If we are full of corruption and pride, then it will be evident in our actions. No amount of self-justification will make it right. Let us fill this reservoir with that which is good in helping others. Verse number 15 and 16 The leech has two suckers. They cry out, more, more. There are three things that are never satisfied, no four that never say enough. The grave, the barren womb. The thirsty desert, and the blazing fire. In these verses, Ager begins some of those beautiful analogies and descriptions about life. The poetic style is designed for emphasis. The reality is that we are rarely satisfied with what God has given us. We are always crying out for more. Ager describes our lives with four unquenchable desires. The grave, who takes the lives of everyone. The barren womb, who so desperately desires to be filled with life a desert that drinks all the water that's poured out on it, but desires more, and the blazing fire that will consume everything in its sight. Verse number 17, the eye that mocks his father and despises his mother's instruction will be plucked out by the ravens of the valley and eaten by vultures. We should honor and be respectful to our parents, they gave us life. I realize that some of you may have not come from a great family situation, but we should love our parents for who they are. If they were good, loving, and nurturing parents, replicate their good traits. If they were not, resolve to be a good parent or mentor yourself. Today on our Wisdom Trail, we were able to see a little bit of the rich imagery of life that is presented by Agur. Next week, we'll finish this chapter and learn even more. All the Proverbs provide us with wisdom, insight, and understanding on a myriad of relationship and life issues. Regardless of where you are in your faith walk, if the precepts of Proverbs are followed, your life will be rich and satisfying. Take these seeds and plant them in your heart so that you'll reap a harvest of wisdom. And I would challenge you to take just one of these precepts that we learned today in Proverbs and commit yourself to applying it to your life. Tomorrow we will hike another short trail on our Wisdom Unplug series where we will discover another inspirational quote. So encourage your friends and family to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. That will finish our trek for today. If you'd like to listen to any of the past daily tracks or read the daily journal, they are available at wisdom track.com. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend, as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek Podcast and Journal. And as we take this track of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously,